Robert Burrell. Brought to you by Stand Up Records, as always. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. Buy my album, Sex and Politics. Buy Chris Maddox's album, Point of Entry. Yes. And he's got another one coming out. Do we uh, know when that one is? Or 2019. 2019, Chris Maddox, country music legend. Dang right. Heck yeah. Uh, and my other guest uh, today, the very funny Kermit Apio. Thanks for joining us, Kermit. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, before we get into the uh, nitty-gritty discussions, uh, let's just do some uh, quick plugs. Uh, Kermit, why don't you go first? got a few more shows, right? Uh, at Acme tonight, uh, yes. two two more shows. First one sold out. Uh, so really one more show that has tickets left. AcmeComedyCompany.com, late show, starts at uh, 10.30. Uh, and Kermit, you're there with uh, very funny Ahmed Kalaf, Mike Lester. Both really, really funny, yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. I did guest sets the first two nights that you were in uh, town. I, I wanted to be a part of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, what about you? Any uh, any shows coming up? I'd any? go to that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll do, I'm going to do a little set at uh, Brendan Gay's show tonight at the Comedy Corner. Oh, nice. Underground. And uh, beyond that, uh, Stillwater, we're putting on a, a, a big old uh, kind of afternoon into the evening variety show at the Liftbridge Brewery on February 16th. Nice. Uh, bands and sideshows, um, all kinds of stuff, comedians. And uh, yeah, I think that's the good stuff there. Yeah, and yeah. then I... Oh, I also wanted to plug, I'm glad you mentioned that, because uh, that the same day, but not in Stillwater. So if no. you're in Stillwater, go to that one. The, the east side, go to that one. On February 16th at Sisyphus Brewing, I'll be recording my next album. Uh, the shows will be at 7.30 and 9.30. So that's February 16th. It's a Saturday. Sisyphus Brewing, 7.30 and 9.30. I'll be running what will hopefully be my next uh, album in those two shows. So uh, please come out. Uh, let's, uh, I think that's it. I think that's... Uh, Unless I'm, I'm forgetting anything, anyone else? Uh, 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 Kermit, Chris, both very funny. Twitter, you uh, got Twitter handles? Yes, just uh, at Kermit Appeal. And it's K-E-R-M-E-T-A-P-I-O, because my parents spelled it wrong. So, <laughs> uh, But the good thing is that uh, anytime I look for... Uh, you know my name when when to get like a Twitter handle. It's always there. You know what I mean. Not a lot of competition. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to do Kermit Apio two. Yeah, <laughs> the Kermit Apio. Yeah, so add Kermit add Kermit Apio on Twitter. All right, yeah. uh, Chris. Uh, I do the Instagram more. Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Maddock, the old Mad Dogger. That usually pops up. Instagram. I don't even. I don't. Insta Becky, uh, my fiance, Instagrams. You. Do you. Why do you prefer Instagram? Just the. It just uh, suits me better, I guess. I don't know why. Uh, the uh, Twitter, I, f I find it hard to keep up with, and it just, uh, I get glued to it. Sure. I go to, uh, you know, um, yeah. I go to send a, a very important text message about, uh, you know, where to find the hospital that my uh, new nephew was born at, and then I just read Twitter for an hour, <laughs> and then I end up not meeting my nephew. And, yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. That is true. That happens to me. I don't know. Oh, believe me. That's, oh, wow. yeah. I had to get rid of it, because it was, it was the same thing. Yeah. It was, I just, I wasn't doing anything else, and yeah. like, that was... <laughs> it doesn't stop. It's it's just there's always more. There's always more, and then well, you and click and it, on that. You... And it's a world you've constructed, which there's a beauty yeah. to that, right? Mm -hmm. Everything that's scrolling in there, you've decided you want to see. Yeah. yeah, it's a really powerful thing when your nephew's being born. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and I don't, yeah, I don't use it for the, you know, some people make it work. They seem mm -hmm. to make it yeah. work for yeah. themselves, and and I don't. But I'm still working out my relationship with all that. Mm -hmm. Well, but I'll tell you, if my kids were here, they'd be they'd be looking at me rolling rolling their eyes because that they've tried to tell me that same thing. Yeah, they said, "Dad, you need to be on Instagram," and I just I never got around to it or whatever. And uh, yeah, they, and they feel the same way as you. They, and they, they they've tried to convince me. So right now they'd be nodding their head and rolling their eyes at the same time. Right, right. <laughs> That's talent. That's like walking in jungle. <laughs> So uh, I guess later on today, Trump uh, is going to be making an announcement about um, the wall, some sort of uh, proposal that he's – I assume it's just going to be the Democrats' proposal from three days before the shutdown. We're yep. just going to be like, my proposal, because <laughs> uh, he just likes having his name on stuff. But uh, what do you – first off, what do you guys think the proposal could possibly be? And second of all, I mean, do you, do you see this thing coming to an end then? Because it seems like he's – decided this is his play or do you think it's gonna the the um shutdown's gonna keep going i don't think he's gonna 
I don't think he's going to announce an announcement. Like, you wouldn't say I'm going to make an announcement for the status quo. So the yeah. really only other option is is they, uh, is is they that he's going to end this thing. I think Al- that would be... Although he did do that one uh, address to the public that was basically a status quo thing a while, just a few weeks ago. Right, but he previewed it as as kind of an ex- explanation why kind of oh, thing. Oh, sure, sure. You know what I mean? This seems yeah, yeah. like... This seems like big announcement means that probably something's going to change, and I'm not sure how many uh, directions there are for change other than end the shutdown, right? Uh, that's the only good one, I think, <laughs> unless there's like some well, sort of like terrible option. <laughs> and there probably is, now that yeah. you mentioned it. Oh, now you say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to frame it like, uh, I just thought of this thing, ending the shutdown. Like, yeah, <laughs> he'll frame it like he just thought of it. <laughs> he'll explain what the shutdown is as though no one knows. Like right. when he explained what an right. ocean was when the, yeah. Puerto Rico yeah. had the hurricane. Yeah. Shutdown, <laughs> a lot of people not working. Yeah. A lot of people. There's a lot of people. People are people. We want we want people to get paid. People yeah. haven't been getting paid. That's not a good thing. Oh, that's that's going to so come funny. to an end. People not on jobs. Normally people have the jobs. They don't have them now. We want to get them the jobs back. A lot of people don't know this government has workers. It's <laughs> like, always, always something that and cut to his base going yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't argue that how can you argue that they just go get him get him yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right I hate my neighbors <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's insane to me that we're at this point where he's shutting the government down over a made up issue to fulfill a dumb campaign promise that no one expected him to fill Anyway, I mean, how just just imagine like being and uh, the horrifying the thought, the Chuck Schumer, but like being like democratic leadership and you you have to go in and it's a child. It, it, yeah. It's just a big old baby, yeah. a big old dumb baby. Yeah. And you can how cuz there's no like okay, let's go over here and let's just work things out like, you know, there there isn't a guy over there that you may, maybe Pence, I suppose, but like now that Mattis is gone, I mean, who yeah. is the adult where you're like, okay, this is nice, but let's go talk about serious policy over here and then you just get him to pick up his crayon <laughs> and put a DJT on there so we know that it's legit. If you explained all this to people three years ago, if you went back at three years ago and explained exactly what was going on, and people would be like, "Yeah, right." Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he. It's, I mean, do you, me- do you remember when? It, when yeah, the the hurricane in, in Puerto Rico was. I mean, he explained it like he just figured out that the, <laughs> that the island was there. Yeah, and that's the way he. You know, it's like he he he's just figuring all the like the thing. You know, a lot of people don't know that, and it's like. But they do. Yeah. Everyone knows about yeah. all this. Yeah. I think he he's he listens in these briefings and these meetings the way I used to listen in, in about seventh grade when yeah. I was really just having a hard time, uh, you know. And and uh, certain buzzwords would stick in my head. And I think and I and whenever he regurgitates these things, like you said, saying it as if he he knows something, right? Mm-hmm. I was in a meeting with with really important people, so this must be really important information. But he doesn't really have the whole thing they, or that was covered. It seems like he just yeah. has those those things that popped in his head as markers, you right. know? Yeah. And so when he speaks that way, I was like, that's how I would write my assignments in, in, in seventh grade. I would write, oh, I remember the teacher said something about this. And so yeah. I wrote that, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I didn't have a really, you know, the, the big understanding of what was talking. And I, I've, I, I, I relate to that way too much. I shouldn't relate to a president on that level. You know what I mean? Right, I right. I shouldn't that, say, oh, yeah, I had a hard time expressing my thoughts and then, you know, BS my way through it and said, oh, yeah, I know this, you know. Yeah, there was a, something happened along the way years ago where it was like you wanted to really relate to the, you wanted to have a beer with the guy or, in the, you know, the person in office. And you want, you didn't want all these elites who knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Who were experts <laughs> in these subjects. and Who could you know, talk about them. Yeah, and you wanted to, you know. It was something something about it, yeah, stuck-up people who were experts in politics. Yeah, you think you're better than me? Yeah. You think you're better than me? Because you yeah. went to your schools and studied and yeah. Dedicated your, your life to this stuff so you have a grasp of it where yeah. other people might not. I was in a debate with this guy on, on Facebook, and he, and he kept calling me, you know, well, that's why that's why you're an elite. You know what I mean? I'm an elite? I'm a road comic. I, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. drive a 2004 minivan. Lucky. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, 
there's nothing elite about me, and and, and uh, you know I, I have I have a roof that should have been replaced three years ago. It's, yeah. You know, and so mm-hmm. it was the funniest thing. But but because I you know because I was speaking about something, you know, and uh, disagreeing with him in, in in a certain way, I was I was being an elite. I was I, you know being an presenting being facts and logical, <laughs> yeah, consistent was... arguments. Do you remember Do you remember when Trump made the speech that No, wait a second, we're the elites. Right. Do you remember that right. one? And mm-hmm. Trump's going, No, 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 they are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's that right. one didn't exactly. catch on. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. going, We got way better boats. We yeah. got way yeah. better cars. <laughs> no, you do. Yeah. We yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the frustration of being like a high school English teacher and then watching him speak because then it's oh. like you are inspiring the wrong people. Yes. Like this is every D student watch like, oh I could Yeah. I can sound that dumb. Right. That didn't stop him from you just gotta you just gotta hate the right people. You just gotta <laughs> unite white people into hating every other kind of person and there's no limit to the amount of success yeah. you can achieve. Well, that's thing, you're not just inspiring the wrong people, you're inspiring the marginal people, the people that yeah. say, well, maybe I could try and then you go, oh, wait, I don't have to. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, not it's... everyone should be inspired. Right. Like, if, you're, yeah. if you're a bigot, you should not be inspired. That's exactly right. Yeah. And then they, I just buy the cheap stuff and paint it gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and be back with more Laughing Matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. My guests, Chris Maddock and Kermit Apio. Don't go anywhere. I'm good, but I have a story and I don't know where to start. I'm good. But I feel alone in the crowd. When the service member or veteran in your life says, I'm good. Are you really listening? I still have nightmares. I'm really not so good. Are you ready to listen? Suicide prevention is everyone's responsibility. Listen to the veteran or service member in your life. If you are in crisis or know someone who is, call the Veterans Crisis Line and Military Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. I am Athena Janakis Karras, and my family invites you to join us at It's Greek to Me on the corner of Lake and Lindale. Since purchasing this iconic restaurant two years ago, our passion has been building upon the traditional by infusing the menu and space with modern interpretations of classic Greek cuisine, sourcing fresh, authentic ingredients and recipes cultivated from our Greek heritage. Your meal will be quintessentially Greek. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at It's Greek to Me MN. Warning. Last year, over 40,000 Americans died in car-related accidents. Not a pleasant thought, is it? In fact, as thoughts go, it's downright depressing. Well, that's where we can help cheer you up. We're StandUpRecords.com, and we offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, downloads, and merchandise from the best comedians on Earth. Artists like Mark Maron, Maria Bamford, Eddie Pepitone, and Doug Stanhope. Available at fine record stores, Amazon.com, and the iTunes Music Store. That's StandUpRecords.com. Come on, listen to us while you're driving. Live dangerously. This is Ellie Krug from Ellie 2.0 Radio on Mondays from 7 to 8 a.m. Many listeners know that I founded Human Inspiration Works LLC, which trains on human inclusivity and on how to be welcoming diverse humans. Today, organizations of all sizes find that they need to train team members on diversity and inclusion. I can do that. Many say that my trainings change the way they see the world. I'd love to help make your organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Tap, taste, and treasure at Vinaigrette, where we have some warm seasonal recipes all ready to create dynamite meals. Our fig balsamic vinegar pairs perfectly with roasted Brussels sprouts or baked brie. And sweet potatoes are always a winner, but never more than when they're roasted with a drizzle of vinaigrette cinnamon or orange-fused extra virgin olive oil on top. Come in today for more custom-crafted food and cocktail recipes at Vinaigrette, 50th and Xerxes in Minneapolis and 287 Water Street in downtown Excelsior. Online at vinaigrettemn.com. Imagine a world where no one ever went hungry. Where you didn't have to choose between clean air and clean water. And where bitter, drunken comedians didn't have to work in small, dark clubs to tell you how severely screwed up everything is. If that kind of world scares you the way it scares us, then we can help. We're StandUpRecords.com. We offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, and merchandise from the best stand-up comedians on Earth. So please give generously. And remember, together we can't save the world. Yeah, no, we can't. So you may as well just buy something funny. That's StandUpRecords.com. If it's classic rock, it's Laughing Matters. 
with Robert Burrell. <laughs> uh, my guest, Kermit Apio, Chris Maddock. I don't think anyone else has has Bad to the Bone on their soundtrack, do they? Does no, anyone? I think this is unique just, to you. Just unique to me. <laughs> well, Al Bundy when he's going to barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that's a beautiful I, reference. I wow. feel like it, it really is the Married with Children soundtrack. You know, that holds up. Yeah. I was in some terrible gig somewhere in a hotel room with no locked door, and there were like three Married with Children episodes, and I don't think I've laughed. Seriously? That's, that's my favorite primetime show of all it's, time. It's I just so, watched the first, so first season. It's really good. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's dated, but... It's definitely dated, yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, like it holds up, uh, dated retro, what do you, uh, you know... They get away with things you couldn't. Right, right, right. It's more bikinis, yeah. but it, but it's still funny though. It's oh, still, super fun! Wow, mm-hmm. it's been it's been that was my years. family. My family on Sunday nights when I was in junior high, we stood. That was like get together and watch wow. that show. Yeah, his back and forth with the women at the shoe store. Also, a lot of jokes you probably couldn't tell. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. lots of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, but uh, it's so good. It's so <laughs> well. He was good. the running gag was uh, he. He took really big poops. <laughs> yeah. He looked like he had this this thing with his toilet, and he, he bought the one toilet. And yeah, this, yeah. He got that. Uh, uh, well, uh, I forget the name of the toilet, but it was the, <laughs> the one his, his daddy had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was the Stradivarius of toilets, and my daddy played it like a violin. <laughs> that means he poops. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so yes, Marywood Children, check it out. Uh, Ed O'Neill. Yeah, good luck with this segue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, speaking of big, yeah, I'll let you talk. actually, yeah. Speaking of the Stradivarius of toilets, uh, Michael Cohen was uh, apparently instructed by Trump to lie to Congress uh, over the uh, development of the uh, Trump Tower in Moscow. So it seems like every week there's a new the smoking gun that's going to get him impeached or will set in motion the uh, impeachment process. And before, on on our way here, uh, Kermit, you were mentioning that uh, Mueller, and I hadn't heard this, that someone in Mueller's office came out and kind of debunked it or said that it wasn't... Not debunked it, but, you know what I mean, they didn't didn't say definitively, but they did say that uh, the the reports were wrong. He said that they weren't true. Oh, okay. Um, You know, they didn't say why. They didn't, they didn't. Expand, well, but they're they very. Just, it's do. actually impressive how tight-lipped Absolutely. his team has been yeah. compared to any other area of government. Yeah. Where it's like it kind of reminds you that it, it can function. You know, when yes. you put talented people, regardless of ideology, yeah. you put talented people that know what to do in a position of you know power, and they can they it, can be effective. Especially as it has expanded, because yeah. because now you have people who were in Trump circle kind of familiar with what they're asking and, and mm-hmm. still they've been able to yeah as more people get put into the fold it's been amazing how how close they've been so that i know so they came out and said we're not standing behind that story i didn't understand if it was because that they were saying it's not true or that we're not or because it, we they think it's a leak and they, right. they're not like we don't do leaks, right? And, so. and that's why I say they didn't necessarily debunk the story, but you know what sure. I mean. Because right. I agree, I wasn't sure what, but I mean, it seemed like they're saying it's not true, but they didn't outright say that. Yeah. Well, I suppose in like legalese, they're like, oh, the right. reports are wrong. Whereas right. like the person you cited, that's a wrong. I mean, he did it, and we have proof from other guys saying, yeah. it, but this specific thing, yeah, is erroneous. Because I mean, I sorry, he's an idiot. His family are morons. Like, there's got to be evidence of all kinds of stuff. Sure. I mean, they're sloppy. They are. There's a sloppy people. Well, mm-hmm. you look even even before the presidency. You look at all the things that that. That they've been, you know, caught on, or like, you know, and also too the this foundation thing, right? The foundation. How do you mess up a foundation? Even if you're going to be sort of, uh, you know, bad about it. Even if you're going to do things that are nefarious with the foundation, there's plenty of ways to get money off of the yeah foundation. Why do it that way? That's one of the most obvious ways to do it. It's because they've never had to work hard to get away with anything, like because oh, that's a good point. They, so they, wow. you know, they're yeah. like. It was. It's been easy for them to get get away with everything. Wow. As far, you know, because they're rich, and like think about all. Think yeah. about what Paul Manafort would have gotten away with had none of this happened. Oh, absolutely. Look at all, all the horrible Flynn, stuff he yeah. did, but he would have just been living the high life right now, still for the rest of his life. Had wow. none of this come. Had mm. Trump never been president. Well, I guess he owed a bunch of money to some horrible people, but oh. he might have uh, just been killed and put in a. 
Yeah. or something. But we <laughs> right. wouldn't have known. But that's normal. <laughs> that's more known. normal. That's he would normal. not have been uh, brought to right. justice. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. In right. the in the, the Russian way. oligarchs. That's, yeah. That's a trajectory we all expect. But I just right? think yeah, that yeah. it's like they grew up with. You know, wow. Trump grew up the same way, and then the kids grew up the same way, and he—they're yeah. just like, you just do this. If someone gets uh, wise to you, you pay well, him off. And, and that's the thing, though. And, but it, and it's so sloppy that you—I mean, you could—the way he handled the Comey thing, where it was yes. like, oh, you know, I had to just had to get rid, or like he expected loyalty, or what yeah. was it like? Uh, yeah. I want loyalty, and yeah. Comey's like, I can give you honesty, and right. then Trump's like, honest loyalty, and Comey's like, <laughs> what? whatever, I can't. <laughs> Do that, <laughs> but just that same kind of like that mob mafia. Like, look, just make things easy for me. I'll make things easy for you. Yeah. And like, you don't get to do that when you're the president. Yeah. That's not how yeah. it works. But that's all he knows is that kind of yeah. scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And that's uh, that's why what you're saying makes so much sense because he's on the NBC interview about firing Comey and and yeah. is asked. Mm-hmm. Are you doing this because he the Russian investigation? And he says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely." Directly why, contradicting why his own would you, White House. Why would you say that? Yeah. But but you're right. You yeah. say that because you don't think anything's a problem. Yeah. Wow, man. And I don't know that. I mean, it, that's the thing that is embarrassing on on my side is that every day is this blockbuster, you know, huge yeah, yeah. blockbuster story. This is could this be the end? And that's been going on like echo every other week. There's one of those. And it's like, this was the latest one. It's like, yes, this would be terrible, but, you know, this is going to kind of peter out, too. And it's just like, I feel like the Mueller thing, we know everything. They don't care. This is the point. Like, the the base and stuff, they don't care. Yeah. It's like, the part, so that, I know, like, uh, you know, Trump people, mm-hmm. and what it is is they don't care about Trump as much as they just hate us yes that's yeah. the yeah. that's the real thing he is the vessel for and it's hatred. like it yeah. feels like like if your kid just hated you because he was an angry kid all you could do as a parent would just be like i you just have to remain steadfast and keep loving him and hope they come back yeah. but that's that mm-hmm. <laughs> except for yeah, they're yeah. all in their 40s and 50s so it's different because <laughs> but like it's like mm-hmm. they're just so angry it's like this angry yeah Screw that, man. That's the point. Part of it, I think, I've is... I've been so mad at... I've been not able to be uh, myself for so long because it's like this yeah. cultural... It's a culture war. inspiring the bigots. Inspire, like, I haven't been able to be myself because yeah. I really hate a lot of people and I have to keep it, <laughs> I have to keep it to myself because if I'm open about it... Yeah. Um, but I think... I, well, I, I, I feel like there's some stuff that we don't know for, as far as the Mueller thing... Go, or, or, like, we can't get uh, verified for sure. Uh... The P tape. I've still got my fingers crossed. <laughs> There's got to be when that thing comes out uh, on DVD. Um, yeah, but uh, the, it's the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah, like and that's what sells. That's what plays to to both sides. I mean, he they wanted a show, and since day one, as awful as he's been on so many things. He gives him a show. He, he absolutely is, gives him a show. He has made careers yeah, for journalists. Absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, okay, so he took away what's-his-name's press credentials for a little bit. But, like, compared to the rest of the world, it's just kind of, like, adorable how he's like, oh, you journalists. But he's he's making so many careers. All right, we'll take a break and be back with more Laughing Matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Don't go anywhere. Imagine a world where no one ever went hungry. Where you didn't have to choose between clean air and clean water. And where bitter, drunken comedians didn't have to work in small, dark clubs to tell you how severely screwed up everything is. If that kind of world scares you the way it scares us, then we can help. We're StandUpRecords.com. We offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, and merchandise from the best stand-up comedians on Earth. So please give generously. And remember, together we can't save the world. Yeah, no, we can't. So you may as well just buy something funny. That's StandUpRecords.com. Hi, I'm Matt McNeil, and I want to encourage you to join me weekday afternoons at 3 p.m. for The Matt McNeil Show. It's a Twin Cities-based full hour of talk where we discuss what's going on in the state and in the nation from a Minnesota perspective. We'll be joined by a lot of great guests, and we'll take your phone calls. Interact with us on the Twitter page, at Matt McNeil Show, the Facebook page, Progressive Citizen X, The Matt McNeil Show, and on email. Comment at am950radio.com. The Matt McNeil Show, weekday afternoons at 3, right here on AM 950. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. 
What are we gonna do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. <sighs> are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. At Burger Moe's, Mondays no longer need to be a drag. Dine on the beautiful patio for Burger Monday Madness every Monday after 4 p.m., where you can order any burger and fries off menu for just $6. Not valid on Excel event evenings. Burger Moe's offers 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, as well as delicious appetizers, soups, salads, and unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul, with plenty of free parking, and online at BurgerMoe's.com. Who's your most trusted companion? Who's with you 24-7? What do you never leave home without? Your phone. But the screen is shattered. Don't panic. Bring it to Computer Revolution with cell phone repair. We have over 18 years experience fixing computer devices, all brands, all carriers. We'll replace that screen and have it back same day. Computer Revolution with cell phone repair in Roseville at Highway 36 in Fairview. Or call 651-633-6600. We fix phones. Same day, seven days a week. You know, here at Stand Up Records, when we say we have the best names in comedy, we're not messing around. In fact, we were there first, with comedians who went on to become household names. Names like Hannibal Burris, Maria Bamford, the Sklar Brothers, Doug Stanhope, Mark Marin, and Lewis Black. So why not head on over to StandUpRecords.com or Amazon.com or the iTunes Music Store and pick up a classic CD, DVD, or download of the best comedians working today. And check out some of our other artists, because you never know who the next big thing will be. That's StandUpRecords.com. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight, expect increasing clouds with lows around negative 2 and wind chill values as low as negative 14. Tomorrow, a 30% chance of snow with highs of 14 and a low around negative 2. Monday, highs of 19 and lows of 16. Eat local. Minnesota.com's restaurant of the week is Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club. Offering a unique and contemporary spin on continental cuisine, Crooner specializes in food and drink made popular in the 1920s. Check out this fabulous dining experience at 6161 Highway 65 Northeast in Minneapolis. Love and marriage, love and marriage Go together like a horse and carriage This I tell you, brother And we're back with you more Laughing Matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. What, how, do you, how do you think that uh, Donald Melania marriage, how do you, that's, that can't be a happy marriage, right? I can't imagine there's a lot that's actually spoken between the two. I feel like it's all just subtext. <laughs> well, you ever notice that squinty eye thing she does? Yeah. And then he does that too when he's reading? <laughs> <laughs> they both can. It's strange look he makes on his face. There's like no warmth between them though. No. Like when you watch <laughs> no. the Oh no, it's when hilarious. you when you watch it, it is like compared to the Obamas, yeah. even the Bushes, yeah. Yeah. even the Clintons. It's, and admittedly part of it's probably an act, but at right. least they know to act. Right. Yeah. And then you watch those two together they can't and even it's act. Yeah. No, they can't even act. He doesn't look at her. He's just all hunched over. And well, what was you know she what was she like thirty or something when they got married? She's like yeah. this supermodel and like well, I don't understand you know he's a 60 year old blob <laughs> just like drinks diet coke and breathes hot chicken breath in her eats face eats fast and, like, food he yeah. eats it's just like, what what was that except for yeah. like was it her dad tell her she had to or like I don't I don't know what well, that... yeah she does have a look on her face like I, this is not what I, I got in for you know what I mean yeah. she, I think she had a, a, a certain amount of Expectation for the whole thing, right? And and was yeah. willing to was willing to do certain things in order to kind of be in this in this situation. But I think this whole president thing, she looks like she hates it. She oh looks for like sure. I don't think any. Yeah. Well, if no one expected him to be president, then she didn't either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although she might be the one that like leaves it unscathed from everything. Oh yeah. Because the whole Trump, oh, yeah, yeah. the thing, she's not involved. Ivanka's involved. Uh, the the dimwit sons are involved, yeah. but as yeah. far as I know, Melania is not really tangled up in that sort of thing. Yes, so. I, it looks that way. It looks like it looks like her indifference to this whole thing, this whole thing that her she didn't Baron. want, yep. is, is gonna is gonna let her just kind of walk away. Did she like, think she was to... just gonna yeah to get oh, like yeah, div Tiffany. get divorced and then you know just be with him long enough to right to get divorced? Probably. Oh and, man! And now that, there's yeah. people yeah. are like, you can't do it right, right. now. Yeah, absolutely. You can't, the country you can't leave will go right now. 
Although I feel like that's a pretty weak argument. Like, oh, like Donald can like brag about sexually assaulting women, but you can't divorce him. His, yeah. his, his, his numbers are really going to take a hit if we think a woman doesn't want to be with him. Yeah. Like, right. What? right. <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't have made the slightest blip on yeah. the on the the radar in the race between him and Hillary <laughs> if she'd have divorced him. Uh, but I will I will give him credit for, and the way he did it was terrible. But wanting to draw down involvement in Syria, it's at the point now where like I'm almost angry when he does something I agree with. Like, <laughs> no, how did what? Because then you're in a position of having to defend him, and that's the that's the worst. Like having to defend Donald Trump on anything, and you're like, I don't want to even speak up, but I kind of agree with this. Well, but he did it because the guy from Turkey wanted him to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, there's obviously, and then the way he did it was terrible. Yeah, and you don't want to leave the Kurds with their pants down over yeah. there either because that's the big thing is that's what turkey wants yeah but but um, that's but the, see that's the thing where where you can't that's not just an aside that's an important part of it and i'm, I'm an almost sound like the, the liberal homer you know what i mean like i'm trying to defend the home team um yeah but you can't without your secretary of defense knowing without you, you can't just mm-hmm. say things out loud yeah i mean heck I, I think, yeah, of course I agree that we need to get out of Syria. We need to get out of a lot of these places. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we don't need to be saying we defeated ISIS and and saying we're gonna we're gonna draw them out. You're just being way too uh, quick and way too public. And, yeah. And I so I think to me that was that was a problem. Whereas I agree, it's kind of, God, I, I agree with him on something like that. Mm-hmm. That's really annoying. Yeah, I mean, you know. You, you know, ideally they would have learned from Obama too when he called ISIS the JV team and yeah. got burned by them. With that, like, right. don't don't right. make statements like that. Like, yeah. you're just kind of setting yourself up to uh, to seem hypocritical. Then, when they kill a whole bunch of people, yes. and you're like, oh, yes. that's the that's the that's a heck of a JV team. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, some would argue they're starters. I yeah. feel like at this point. <laughs> um, but no, uh, and it really upset me because then I saw then the reports were all uh, tearing into Mike Pence for saying that ISIS has been defeated when when four Americans died, and obviously. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, a tragedy that you know Americans were killed over there. But at the same time, it's like they—I mean—they're soldiers and stuff. And the fact that you would just then use four deaths to be like, nope, we have to stay over there. We have to keep fighting. We have to keep. And the, the, what to, what difference is it making over there, really? I mean, we have our uh, anti-Assad, anti-ISIS factions over there that are fighting. Okay, keep supporting them. Keep arming them. But to continue to put resources and stuff over, you kind of sound like a libertarian doing this, but like, to what extent does it, has it done any good? I mean, you go back to the invasion of Iraq and like all the money, we to Afghanistan or all this, to what benefit, to, to, to what end? I mean, the, the elections over there, at least in Afghanistan, are still as corrupt as, as they've ever been. Yeah. Uh, and Iraq is still kind of a mess, from what I understand. I guess like they've they've decreased ISIS's uh, ability to conduct assaults and stuff over there. I don't think they have as much territory. But I mean, then on the flip side, you're like, well, we don't have we don't have enough. We can't give everyone health care. Like, oh, we can't do this. And it's the the billions of dollars that are spent to. To, to just instill the people that we want in these other countries. It's it seems like with the, what we're offering, how many countries that we're in always, yeah. but now that you're all tangled up in it, and what is Russia doing there? What do they want? You know, in Saudi Arabia with over in Yemen, I think that's yeah. like it's kind of impressive that for the first time, it seems like you'll have Congress overruling a president, both the House and the Senate using the War Powers Act to be like, no, you don't get to sell arms to Saudi Arabia anymore. And that would have been unthinkable under yeah. Bush or even Obama. Yeah. So, I mean, at least we have Trump to thank for that, for being so transparently <laughs> awful that senators of both parties are like, nope, we're, this is this is done. But Saudi Arabia is an ally. Right. Yeah. Allegedly, you know, an right. ally. And it's it's just so complicated over there with the enemy of my enemy and I don't know it's how uh, much oil is left (laughs) yeah well that's another thing too like him him doubling down on oil versus moving (laughs) to any kind of renewable energy and putting the emphasis on that where it's going to happen anyway right but oh we'll bring back we'll bring back uh, the clean coal jobs like one there's no such thing as clean coal and two those jobs aren't they're not coming back 
clean, beautiful coal. He's <laughs> <laughs> a bad barker. It's like, yeah, <laughs> everything's just, yeah, the best it's ever been. If something's dirty, it's clean. That's how you know if he's, whatever he's done, just look at what he said he didn't do. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, you know. Clean, beautiful, that means it's uh, dirty and ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is coal. <laughs> yeah, it's undeniably coal. Uh, I guess, how is how does the military still support him? I mean, let's, let, going all the way back to saying McCain's not a war hero because yep. he got caught. All yep. the, you know, the, the strong soldiers don't get PTSD. Right. And, I, I got more training in military school than a lot of those guys out there. Yeah, exactly. And then now winding down, like he's kind of, you know, a little Obama-esque and not wanting a lot of ground troops and not doing that sort of thing. And Obama took, you know, oh, he wasn't pro, you know, pro-military enough. But that's never been an issue with Trump. I mean, is it just that he is so cocky that they, they, they just, like, respect that cockiness? Or, like, what what is it where... I think you're exactly it right. It doesn't matter what he says. Yeah, no, I think you're right because um, with with veterans, he's he's declining quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. But with 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 the people who are in right now, he's still popular. It's but I think that's it. I think they're they're young. They're sort of, you know, they and you have to be a little cocky to be to be willing to take a job that you might go to war. You know, and, and yeah. so I, I think I think they absolutely identify with that that character, the, the bravado of the, of the character. Um, more than anything, because then you look at veterans who have, who have served their time and are, you know, are older, been through a lot more. They, they look at life a little differently. Yeah, they are. He's not doing well with veterans. No, he's he's certainly not. Um, and like lost Mattis now, and I mean that was his first. That initially, I remember he was like deferring to generals. Because that was his criticism of Obama, was that Obama was overruling generals. Right. And then he went in, and he knows nothing, so he obviously has to defer to everybody. Right. But I also think, and this is to give Trump a little bit, uh, the, the tiniest amount of credit, because I remember when Obama, I think it was shortly toward the end of his presidency or after he was done revisiting the Syrian red line, and he talked about that that military industrial complex professional soldier stuff where it's like you almost you need war like so much of the economy is wrapped up in yep. war in invasions and in attacking that like you they just push you to do it you yeah. have to do it you need it it's like you why what yes he's killing his own people and that's awful and we'll like support at the same time what what does bombing not the chemical weapons facility because you right. can't do that. Right. So, oh, just to, to seem like you're tough, you go bomb something completely irrelevant just to say, hey, we did it. Right. And I think, uh, to at least as far as the Syria thing goes, and I don't know what was the impetus for it, but um, I mean, maybe one of the plus sides to him falling out of favor with the generals is he'll be less likely to, uh, you know, just take their word for everything because I, I get that they've served, but I also think that you have that mentality when, like, you know, if you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. And if you're willing to have this, you know, hundreds of billions of dollar budget, and like, well, we may as well. We got the bombs. Like, we want to make sure they know, they know they can't mess with us. I mean, the rest of the world already, you know, doesn't have a hold us in high regard. I mean, maybe if we pull back and... Yeah, use some of that money to, like, feed some hungry people. Yeah. It's funny because, like, Trump, the, the stylistically it's different, too, but also wanting other countries to pay more, take more initiative. That was another thing Obama did, except he just kind of characterized it differently. But yeah. we'd like other nations to step up, whereas Trump's yeah. like, you know, we're losing, we're going to win, you're going to pay more for it. And I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea. I mean, it just yeah. put our put our resources where they can do more good at home. But when when he when he makes that point with flat lies, then you kind of yeah. wonder why are you saying this? Who are you trying to help? What is your ultimate goal? When when really, if he just means that, I I agree, right? But yeah. but then he'll say, you know, <clears throat> we pay, you know, he'll make up so we'll pay we pay eighty five percent of this budget, and America does that, and then you find out, no, we don't do that at all, right? Yeah, yeah. Then you kind of mm-hmm. think, okay, so so why'd you say that then? And then, and I think that's a problem. Like even when you agree with him, he gives you just enough of these little little lies or or twists that you kind of go, all right, I'm not sure if he's saying exactly what I feel about that, you know? Yeah. 
Well, he covers every single base when he says right. it's always. Some right. people say this. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I say this. Could be this, but then there's this. And yeah. so, like, you can kind of just read in whatever whatever you want to read in. So, like, if, if you're inclined to disagree with them, then you point out the four right. things where you're like, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's not true. Right. But if you agree with them, well, I mean, he said this, and, you know, you, people are people. Like, that's yeah. a, you know, government needs workers. Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah. And... Oh. No, you can finish. We got, like, 30 seconds. No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chris, any final thoughts before we bring it in for this last segment? Um... Don't vote for Trump. <laughs> that was a spit take with Kermit there on that. All right, we'll be back with our final segment of Laughing Matters right after this break. Don't go anywhere. Dave Wait, hot dog. Sometimes I think I should go see a therapist. I know that's something you can't say in the Midwest. It's probably more comfortable to fart on an elevator and tell everybody to get a whiff. The all-new album from StandUpRecords.com. We went to Milwaukee because my dad was collecting postcards at the time. So we drove seven hours in a car to see tiny pictures of other better vacations. Now available from StandUpRecords.com, the iTunes Music Store, and Amazon.com. Dave Waite, hot dogging. All right. I'm Richard R.J. Escal, and this week on the Zero Hour, the Sunrise Movement on the Green New Deal, Brianna Gray on the Democratic Party, Sean McElwee on automatic voter registration, California's Family Leave Plan, and Dollar Store, We Want Some Change. All this and more on the Zero Hour, every Sunday night from 9 till midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Yay, you survived the holidays. Now what about cleaning up that holiday mess? My friends, it's time you learn my holiday hangover secret. It's Zero Res. Fortunately for you, right now is the best time of the year to call Zero Res. Get three rooms clean starting at just 119 bucks. And this month only get a hallway clean for free with their three-room special. Call 952-ZERO-RES or book online anytime at ZeroResMinnesota.com. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero Res. Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is JJ from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare for my wife and chef, Carrie, and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer, and cocktail selection, along with our dedication to great service. We offer a full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours, and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. I'm Candy Braffle, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine and host of Green Tea Conversations, a new show for people who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health and play a more active role in their family's well-being. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts who share the latest in natural holistic approaches in a fun and informative way. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversation as we awaken to natural health. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono, ultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that's StandUpRecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise, that's StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. And we're back with more Laughing Matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. I guess Chris Maddock and Kermit Apio. Uh, one more time, Kermit, uh, your show tonight. Go ahead and plug it. Uh, tonight, uh, Acme Comedy Company at uh, 8.30, 10.30. Uh, 8.30 sold out. There's still some seats for 10.30, 10.30 show. Uh, and, and you can watch a 51-year-old try and stay awake for a 10.30 show. I am... I'm at the point now where the last half of that set, I am just summoning every bit of energy. It feels like, it feels like I'm yelling, but I'm actually just trying to keep the energy going. They, they should like they should play that Mission Impossible theme, just like, <laughs> barely perceptible in the background as you're doing it. Uh, Chris, the Stillwater show, uh, February 16th in Stillwater at the Liftbridge Brewery. 
Uh, also, uh, I got I got kind of a cool thing com- uh, coming up. This uh, it's a little far in the future, but uh, every week in uh, March, every Wednesday in March at the um, Hook and Ladder Theater, we'll be uh, uh, running a show uh, as a lead up to. Um, we're going to do a monthly uh, showcase at that at the Hook and Ladder Theater. They have a new room that they're uh, under construction right now. It's a seventy seat little theater with a bar in it, and uh, once a month we're going to do a. Uh, a uh, local showcase, hook and laughter. Nice. That's a great idea, That's man. That's, that sounds. Right. Awesome. Don't get the hook. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, we're gonna, it's going to be just a, a show filled with all the local headliners in town and, and maybe a couple of the up and comers too. Awesome. So keep an eye out for that hook and laughter. Um, coming to the hook and ladder soon. On February 16th, I'll be recording my next album at Sisyphus Brewing. Shows at 7.30 and 9.30. Once again, that's Saturday, February 16th at Sisyphus Brewing. 7.30 and 9.30 are those shows. Uh, I'd love to see you out there, so come on out. It'll be a fun time. Mo Yacoub is uh, opening and doing some time, and then I'm just going to do all the material that I possibly have and uh, the stuff that plays well will go on the album. The stuff that doesn't will be a bonus feature. (laughs) Be a bonus. I like the idea of doing... Uh, I was I was in Andover with uh, Jeff Ozer last night. It was mm. a fun show, but we were just kind of riffing, and we thought it'd be funny to do like a double album. It's the same material, but the first is like a real like a hot show, like a hot crowd. The, the album you do want, and then the second one is like the exact same material, but like some nightmare South Dakota gig where there's oh, like seven people doing that and there's some noise going on in the background and just like idea. the struggle like how you can have the exact same jokes but completely different I actually reactions. had that I, well when I used to go out to North and South Dakota a lot I thought yeah. I was do so well in Minneapolis you go out, I actually had wanted to do a documentary where you could just boom put a, put the joke back to back and yeah um I think yeah. a lot of people, I think a lot of interest in that is just seeing wow. cuz you're either at one of the two yeah, or the middle show is fine but like when you're there's something about i even find it funny when when i'm bombing and it's stuff that i know works i'm like i i know this is you i've worked on this i've seen people laugh at this and i have people just you know glazed eyes staring back at you with nothing and you're like i there's nothing i can do (laughs) (laughs) chad daniels does that where he pulls the he pulls out he stops recording yeah. And he goes this is it goes back to the show before mm-hmm. and just plays the same joke that he just did in the same cadence <laughs> and you hear the crowd going nuts and he goes ah, so, so it's not my fault. Yeah. That is wonderful. Yeah. That, that is, is one of the coolest brilliant. things I ever saw. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good title for the dub album. It's, it's not my it's fault. Not my fault. It's not my fault. And that's just the mantra you keep repeating in the second set. Oh, that's, well, that's the thing when people when you ever have the heckler who says uh I ain't, you know, you haven't said anything funny yet. Ask them, just ask them, which one didn't you like the, just name one that (laughs) I even did. Because all they hear is to get to the other side. And then they didn't hear the part about the chicken. They think you're not funny, but they're not listening. Right. All right, let's get to the important news. Finally, (laughs) Love that joke. Uh, Huffington Post, weird news. Uh, police raid home for meth and also find dead bald eagle. Uh, when, when police in Anderson, Missouri, I would have thought Florida, searched two homes on Tuesday. They seized 58 grams of methamphetamines, a gun, a stolen ATV, and a stolen horse trailer. Oh, and something else, a dead bald eagle. The bizarre discovery came after the Ozarks Drug Enforcement Team, the McDonald County Sheriff's Office, and the Anderson Police Department served two search warrants simultaneously to the houses according to four states' homepage. Pages.com. It is a federal crime to kill a bald eagle or golden eagle. Uh, uh, the guy said he's still unknown how the dead eagle came to roost in the freezer as the suspect of that home was not there during the search. Authorities arrested 65-year-old James Cavett for outstanding warrants in Newton County and charges are pending for items recovered from his house. Dead bald eagle. <laughs> well, you can't take all the eagles. Yeah. They didn't leave him any eagles. <laughs> you can't... Aren't there any eagles you can kill and put in your freezer? I, yeah, I still think it's uh, I still think it's illegal to hunt them, right? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, this guy doesn't care about the law. That's uh, <laughs> well, but is it is it illegal to to get an you know kind of give eagle a little bit of meth and then have him pay for the second one? Is that illegal? Yeah. You know, I mean, if That's, the eagle comes over and he, and he doesn't know how you know doesn't yeah, know what he's there doing. Yeah, there wasn't an, there wasn't an autopsy done on the eagle, right. so we don't know. I mean, an eagle, eagle is very close up. to the word legal. 
that's true. So maybe there was a mistake there. Do, do they think, are on meth. Do you think when the eagle showed up, he's like, listen, I can fly, but I want to soar. <laughs> that's right. That's, what, that's exactly. That's what I think happened. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's, uh, that's how you, they, they call the, their drug dealer call from across the street. They go, call! <laughs> oh, he has meth. Yeah, maybe that's just like And then an eagle out. just landed on their <laughs> arm. He's like, oh. It's the gang's mascot yeah. is, the, is the eagle. That'd be a pretty bad, that'd be a pretty badass, like, for like a, you, you'd think like Pitbull or some sort of dog. Right. You have to just have like an eagle untethered right. on your shoulder yep. or something. <laughs> I'm not messing with that drug dealer. That's a patriotic drug dealer. Yeah, absolutely. Too. It's a very... <laughs> And just to my point, I've just said it a lot that everyone smokes meth. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> no one's no one's too good for meth. No. Yeah, you just no look at people. You're like, they're gonna go smoke meth. Soon. <laughs> do you think? Do you think with the the decrease? Because it seems like opioids, from what I've read, are kind of on the way down now. They are they peaked? Well, maybe not. I don't know. People are saying. Okay. Uh, I don't have any. <laughs> opioids are on the way to, but like, uh, does that mean meth is uh, is going to make a comeback then? Because like, you haven't heard about meth bro, because it's been all opioids, right. opioid overdoses, right. yeah. and meth has just been biding its time. <laughs> I feel like it's time for the meth renaissance now. I feel like. I think it's more like everyone smokes meth, and here's something people don't like to talk about. Please. It's true. Yep. Meth. Smoking meth. It's good for you. Really? Actually, what? yeah. Really? What are some of the benefits to smoking meth? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Right. Get, get yourself a bald eagle in your freezer. Just, it just shows up. It just shows up. I don't, no carbs? That's our problem. Find me yeah. the story where the guy who wasn't on meth has a bald eagle. That's, right. that's a good point. That's, that's exactly right. It definitely makes your life more interesting. We'll say that. <laughs> Uh, here's another one. Florida man threatens to kill neighbor with kindness, the name of his machete. <laughs> uh, Florida man is behind bars after he allegedly threatened to kill his neighbor with kindness. It's not what you think. Kindness that is, is what Florida, right? Year old, that is oh, that yeah. is 100% Florida. Oh, yeah. Here's yeah. the guy's picture. Uh, it looks exactly what you think he would look like. Oh, yes. Yeah. Huh. Kind of a... Is that a mullet? Yeah, uh, I would say so. It's yeah. not much business in the front, though. <laughs> oh, the li a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looks kind of like a like like a machete haircut. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. looks like a guy that cuts yeah. his hair with the machete. What would you name your machete? Well, I never even thought about that. I just got one sitting at home up on the wall. Yeah. And, uh, and there's no name, stupid thing. <laughs> Tranquility or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Deal maker. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I just use it to chop my mess. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye.